listen to the podcast <clears throat> no i didn't i know how do you expect other people to listen to the podcast you you know who you remind me of another person that used to do a podcast with us <laughs> that doesn't listen to podcasts no i've never used to say i've pod- never listened we used to do a podcast with this fella yeah seemed like a nice guy seemed yep. like a hell of a guy and he said he didn't need <clears throat> to listen to podcasts because <clears throat> he knew what he was doing I listen to our podcast from time to time, but I didn't listen to last week's yet. Is what I'm saying. Okay. You don't listen to every episode. Every episode. No, you don't. Matt doesn't. I know that. I take notes. I take notes. I listen. No, I can't. That is not true. No, no, no. But also, I do listen to podcasts. No, I know you do. I don't. Matt, Matt, do you listen to podcasts? Devin isn't really a big podcast listener no at, at all big he's nothing he doesn't listen <laughs> i mean to you listen you, you listen to no po- you aren't even a podcast li- not this podcast i mean i listen you to do one but yeah you're right toby so this is this, we're back in i listen to highlighted i listen oh and by podcast. the way by the way remember that person mm. i was just talking about that didn't listen to podcasts you know what yeah. that person did yeah what? i know we were in a band with them and they quit <laughs> Well, that person at least they listen to music. Can you imagine being in, being in a band with somebody who goes, I don't listen to music. Yeah. <laughs> right? but, uh, but podcast twice now pe- with somebody was, who, I don't, I don't know. I don't listen got to anyway, let's podcast There was a tonight. long time where you asked at least a few of us in the band if you listen to music, and we all said, no, we don't really listen to music right now. That's, of For course. a period of time. But your podcast behavior is what? Like, somebody recommends Shameful. your podcast enough if someone, to listen to an yeah. episode of it. If, yes. if I don't, how, it. how much in a month do you listen to a podcast? You, you go, you know what? I'm going to listen to this in one Zero month. Zero to good five. God. Zero, Zero to, to five, five episodes a month. Yeah. Uh, I'm not near as high as I used to be. But there was a period of time when I If I'm sitting in the so car, I... I don't like hearing talking all the time. I don't mm-hmm. like it. It that makes no my sense mind, to me. I like my mind to be quiet. Toby, Ugh. you listen to podcasts every single day. Constantly. I'd like to like, tell you a story about listening to podcasts that happened to me this morning. Okay. But what's the quick up, number, though? What's the quick number of podcasts? A podcast a I listen to? How many episodes month? do you listen to a month? I listen Devin's to... Devin's zero to five. I listen to at least two podcasts a day. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe six, 50, 50 a month. Six, so. Yeah, yeah, at least fifty. Yeah, yeah, I'd say at least fifty episodes of something. Like I, some of I, those are multiple hours. <clears throat> yeah, I love falling asleep to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I love it. And now, but, that's what I was going to be getting ready to tell you. So this morning, we just got done with you know songs and stories tour. We were coming back. Devin and I had to stop in Southern Illinois because it was getting late and there was a casino, and we were like, well. We could try to push through and drive another three hours, get home at like one or two in the morning. That just doesn't make no, any sense. That's fools. So we stopped at the casino. <laughs> and uh, let me just tell you, if you've ever wanted to visit Southern Illinois, I don't. have wanted to. Don't. I've just never really it, gotten not, to spend the time there that I wanted. It's not what they make it out to be. People <laughs> make it, Southern Illinois seem like a destination spot. <laughs> it ain't. It was the scariest, worst casino We've ever been in by far. It wasn't scary. It was, Devin, do you don't remember the parking lot? No, I mean, well, the, what was scary the, about it? The it the was ominous, just kind of ominous, cold and dark. You're bloating it a little bit. The, it was wasn't the scary. Ho- was the hotel nice? And how big was the? No, the, it wasn't that nice. The it casino was, was barely bigger than your house. I'm not joking. No, 
<laughs> I'm not joking. It, it wasn't, wasn't a big that, casino. But, I, that has nothing to do with being scary. Devin, it was small. What, Devin, it Devin, was kind of crappy. It was Devin, cold what, and dark. We ordered food, and what was our hamburger? We ordered two hamburgers, and what? What? It, I okay. got my hamburger. I thought it was a. I, I'm not. I am not exaggerating right now. The it first thing you said was it was black scary. piece of cheese. It was this th- the, my hamburger meat was it the size of a him. slice of cheese. I that's understand. Right. That's right. And it was burnt. And I it understand. took twenty minutes to get it. I didn't it. say it was good. Have I you just ever waited twenty wasn't minutes scary. for a thin hamburger and tell me you're not scared out of your shitless? It was a of that? black. I promise you, it was the exact consistency. I literally it wasn't thought good. It was a black nacho chip. It was just <laughs> yeah. like a nacho chip, and it was hamburger meat. It wasn't a no. I hundred uh, percent agree with you. It wasn't a good casino. Okay, Devin, it was, wasn't feeling scared. I never all. felt afraid. <laughs> is my point. I was very scared. Now, at that <laughs> terrible room we were in, we paid decent money for it. It was, and it was not. It was not, okay. I mean, when have you been in a casino hotel and it wasn't? It wasn't know, they, what they you pride expected. themselves in their hotels. It wasn't what you expected because usually you get a. Yeah. Fairly cheap casino hotel room, and that's usually nicer than what you pay for it. This was not the case. Yeah. It was, it was I horrific. would say this hotel room was worth about, I wouldn't have been upset if you pay 100 bucks for that. I was going to say thirty nine ninety nine. That's not true. It is a joke of a room. And you could get so a better me- room for $80, you think? Easily. Anywhere? No. In, any, in it depends on the LA. city. <laughs> <laughs> He's exaggerating. The, the cheapest room in L.A. would easily be way, uh, way better than what we just saw. I mean, I've stayed in some rough hotels before. It didn't have any wrong. electronic gambling, so that tells you one thing. Yeah, it's small. Uh, you know, it was yeah. the food was terrible. I mean, it was one restaurant, and there was no, it was awful, nothing. I think Toby's extra bitter because he booked it. He was excited. He thought it was really good, and it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was scary Which and not it. good. It was a bad area. <laughs> and it's just Southern Illinois, no good. All right, listen to this. But I listened to a podcast this morning because I woke up and I was like, I was just me and Devin. And you know what Devin does when he's asleep. I do. It's I do wild. Know. It's a lot it's of sn- It's a He's doing some serious work. I don't know how you get any sleep with all the work I don't, you're doing. Probably don't. It probably burns it's calories. Be a calorie. It has to burn calories. It has to be a calorie burner. Five, six hundred calories a night. Devin just snoring. I'm sorry. I'm I trying. mean, listen. No, but I'm serious. Think about right now. If for the if for the next eight hours you went <laughs> like that, like that, you would be exhausted. You'd be You're exhausted. Right. But but I was listening to this podcast, and the funniest snore Devin has ever done has, has done <laughs> happened. It was insane. I'm listening to Bill Simmons. And Ryan Rosillo talk about uh, the Kyrie Irving trade, right? Yeah. Because it's just easy to listen to. I could maybe fall back asleep, all this stuff. <clears throat> I'm in the distance, you know, because I got my, I pushed my ear, earbuds in real deep. But I still hear Devin kind of in the distance. And then it gets quiet. And I was like, oh, maybe Devin's getting up. What's going on? <laughs> it was just like that out of nowhere. <laughs> a humongous, like a one-off. <laughs> it was a one-off just like that. like Like a... An explosion happened, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like, I mean, if you try, like, if you plan that or anything, like, as a joke, it would be just amazing. Like, but That's you just funny. do that trying to sleep. You got, I, I, you've gotten checked, haven't you, for what CPAP and stuff? I, I no, mean, no, I didn't. But I I'm sure did. that I have it. I'm sure that I have it, and I, I can tell I'm tired. Yeah, I'm more tired in the morning than I should be. But I, I mean, I. 
if I could lose 20 to 30 pounds, it would help. And I think I'm, you can. I'm hoping. <laughs> well, I'm trying. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. No, I know. I agree. When you get to mid 40s, it's like, it's not Trust easy. me. I'm on the I'm on the headed the wrong direction right now. I have to do something yeah. drastic, or because I, I was doing really good, and now I'm not. And I I know I snore. That's what I'm saying. I snore too. Matt snore. Matt Matt's the mouth Matt breather. Snores thing. more than he used a mouth to. Mouth breather. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. you know, it's a mouth breather. That mouth breathing stuff though is almost sometimes worse than Devin's because it's like, a, <laughs> and it's just it, yeah. And it's not, but that's why I sleep good. next to Devin because I have manual access to the snore me. machine. Yeah, I can do something about it. What I don't like is sleeping in the bed next to Devin where he's snoring and I can't reach him to poke him in the ribs. Oh, you poke Devin sometimes? If I have to. I, I really don't. Do. I mean, I really don't do it much. But I mean, if I need to, yeah. I will do it. But I, I, did, I mean, all the time. I, don't, I mean, I don't think, you know, I try to not. I mean, I'm pretty good about. Don't but, be afraid to. It doesn't. But I hurt do. My feelings. When I, I need to, I give a little. You know, I just I'm gentle. But I like to have a little bit of ability to do Megan something is about not it. To gentle. get by myself a window, yeah. I had to get him just enough to give myself a chance to fall asleep before he gets going. You know. Yeah. My wife loved I, me so much. She just got another house. Yeah. So, that, just that so she didn't have to wake. So she didn't have to wake me up. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> she was like, "I don't want to wake you up all the time." I thought it was really sweet. She has a whole different house now, so she didn't have to hear me snoring. There's been, there's been, I would say, four or five times that <laughs> Megan has said, Devin, wake up. And I wake up and she goes, you have to go in the bathroom until I fall asleep or some, somewhere. Whoa. And I go, I got to go in there? It's like two in the morning or something, you know, or one. And I'm like, okay. So I go sit in the bathroom or wherever. What? Just sit there, try to stay awake. <laughs> Why don't you just go sleep on the couch and then move yeah. out of her room forever? Because if I go on the couch, I won't come back, and that's fine. Yeah, you just go down the hall and get another room and don't come Sleeping back. Sleeping on the couch is amazing. It's my favorite. I, I don't like I it as much you. as my bed. It's you way need better. your own room. We've had this discussion. I'm not getting my own room yet. I'm going to try to improve myself, and I might just get a CPAP. Mm-hmm. Maybe I might have to. Darth Vader mask? I mean, I know that's an old person thing, but I might just have to. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's probably going to be better for everybody. That that does stop you from snoring. What is it? It's just pure oxygen or something? What is it? It forces air. It's forced oxygen. It's just regular air. I don't know if it's different. It's not anything special. It's just forced. forced. So it opens up those things that close off. Yeah, just, yeah. It's a pressurized air a little bit. But, I mean... I don't want to have one, but also I would probably sleep a lot better. You might yeah, want you to sleep tra- You ever done any sleep tracking? With We've a- done a little bit, but yeah. oh, you mean with an app? Yeah, there's new ones now. There's a finger ring one, and there's the ones that you know. There's smart yeah. beds and stuff, but I mean, it's important stuff that sleep. You listen to that Huberman, don't you? No, uh, I know that Andrew know. Huberman. Not, well, I'm sorry, it's a podcast. You ever heard of I Andrew try. Huberman? That's what, yes, I have. That's one actually. of the only ones you probably have listened to is Hubert. I listened to several of his, yeah. He, yeah. He, <laughs> that's the one podcast I've right. uh, No, I did a uh, an app, and it was it made me feel uncomfortable because it was just a free app on my phone, but it recorded me. And anytime there was yeah, noise, it, it anytime there's a noise, it, it's recording, right? And I just Sounds heard like a good my, way to I, catch ghosts. I heard myself snoring. And, you know, it, it was funny because... In the beginning, I had the TV on, so it was it it recorded. You know, I I was hearing the show that I should have been watching, but I was asleep at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I fast forwarded, you know, a couple of hours, and then it's just silence. And then, 
like that. And I was like, whoa, man, that's just me completely not in this universe almost. Yeah. Creating some sound. And it made me think too, I guess a- other animals don't snore because it would be, yeah. it, it, would, it would get killed. Don't my dogs do, dogs do a little but bit. that's dogs what I'm saying. Do. Is it, do my dogs only because they're domesticated and that's what means, that's why I snore? I, I mean, so. I don't. I don't know if animals really snore because it seems like if you were asleep and snoring, predator will find you yeah. and come get you. But a bear in a cave. I mean, a bear that they probably snore. Let's just think a big old bear, or maybe he just it's like a growl. <laughs> well, maybe it's maybe his sounds scary and keeps people away. I don't know, but you know what I mean. But it, it's not good. But what the one I heard Devin do this morning, I was like, he's going to die. Like, yeah. if he was doing this as a joke, it would be the funniest, most amazing thing ever. But he's not here right now. <laughs> he's not here with I know. Me. I probably need to get one. And I was like, or I will die. Whoa. I mean, but people have been snoring forever. But so, it's, there's a difference between just snoring and sleep apnea, I think. Like, where you actually stop breathing. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah, you, what I do. Yeah, you do stop <clears throat> breathing, I'm sure. Sometimes. He so, gets I mean, a, couple, a little bit of that way. Mostly, it's just a nice, steady, you know, growl. I used to have this, yeah. this. Uh, I guess it was a dream or whatever, where I couldn't breathe. You ever had that one where my mouth wouldn't open or whatever, and I would just be asleep? Go, <gasps> and I would do that, and then I'd wake up when I took the breath in. It was no, like I don't I've know if I was under. That. Yeah, that's happened to me a bunch of times. In my, a bunch. Now I'm scared it's gonna happen tonight. Probably will. And then definitely have had the I can't move, but I'm awake mm-hmm. yeah Matt's you know what that. i mean that one that? freaks me out that I've one had that, that more no or worse either. but the dreams i get are all like maybe had to go to jail can't find the class i'm registered for and have been skipping always that all year one. and yeah teeth, I, teeth fall out one. i get teeth fall out yeah whatever it probably means something oh i'm sure so, it does the one that's the funny funniest and joe used to say this one too he would say he would have a, a wet dream and he was he couldn't he and we were like, "Well, it's so amazing that he would wake up right as he was shooting a load, right? So right, yeah, like he would have dream. a sex dream, yeah, and then he would wake up and shoot a load in real life. And he was talking about how amazing that was. But now, in retrospect, I heard somebody say that the other day, and I was like, "Why is that good? It seems like it would be just as good to shoot the load in the dream, well, right? Now like you're bringing why, up all kind of philosophical. Like, why would you need to that. wake up to shoot the load? Now you're just like, oh no, I'm shooting a load, or or, well, or I'm that, shooting a load." You were just having sex, and now you're not, and just but, shooting a load. But that, wouldn't that bring a like whether or not you shoot a load while you're asleep or awake? You recognize that, you're shooting a load whether you're asleep or not. Is my point? So right. But well I mean, doesn't that, that, that a little situation. horrifying way to to think that everything happens in your dreams is the same as if you're awake? So when you have bad, I mean, you're experiencing like you know, <clears throat> do you really? It's not. It's and it's unknown. But do you really think? You're consciously experiencing everything that you're dreaming, and you just don't. I have no idea what you mean. What are you talking about? Okay, so you don't remember most of your dreams, but you're acting like at the time you're having them, you're having those experiences, and then you simply forget that you're having them. But you did have all the experiences in your dreams, whether you have sex or are getting murdered or running from an animal or. As if in the moment you're having all of those experiences, but that's not likely true. Right. I have no, I still, I'm not following you. 
I'm sorry. Do, I'm trying. If you're, you're saying there's no difference if you're asleep and you're awake. So it's like, what if you got tons of compliments from all I'm your friends? I'm saying if I'm in, in my dreams, dreams having you know, sex with, then, with Cameron Diaz, I'd rather mm-hmm. stay with Cameron Diaz than wake up in my bed by myself. But now. you wouldn't, if you and stayed asleep, you wouldn't know it. Or what would, I mean, and, and it's not you might, really. Un- you remember dreams. But that's you what remember. I'm saying. Now you're in the territory of under, that's. There's a lot there that you're making that that's not in any way settled. For instance, in when you're asleep, there's a lot of sleep research that says that you, uh, okay, for instance, your heart rate doesn't change. So if you're having a sex dream, yeah, where you're like just going crazy having sex or running from an animal or getting murdered. Your heart rate your stays. Heart rate doesn't. Your heart rate stays at sixty-four. Just calm, calm, wow, calm. That, that's interesting. So you're not having the experience. I mean, that is evidence that you're not having the experience. Uh, I don't know if I believe pr- that. I've definitely woken up from a nightmare and my yep. heart was pounding. Absolutely. Yeah, that's because when you woke up, though, my heart didn't start pounding as soon as I started waking up. That, but that 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 is how it works. Yes, that you the it starts the, pounding and then it. Once it pounds, I wake up. But it's pounding no, on no, some it's level. No, it's not. It's not like that. No, it, there's no like way that. I wake up and now my heart's pounding. That's just not true. That's it's not it's true. a when when you come out of sleep and you're still having a conscious experience, then your heart begins to pound because you become start to become conscious of that brain processing. And then when you wake up, you you go back and tell yourself this yeah. dream you had, and your heart is pounding. That's what the research seems to suggest, which is a very bizarre. And a lot of times they say you don't have linear dreams that happen in time. It's just random brain processing. And when you wake up, your mind turns it into a story post-fact. So you wake up and then you had all this sensory information going on in your brain and all this processing. And you go, so I was on the moon, but I was back at my house. But then she turned into a, you know... Uh, right. gazelle and then I was over here like that didn't that didn't all happen in a row it's just you're trying to tell yourself a story about oh. things that were just going on but you were yeah. never having a linear time-based sensory experience while unconscious but also conscious it's just and- things are ha- I mean and there's lots mm. of different stages of sleep and all that stuff but it's not doesn't seem that you're literally I mean, and it's it's pretty unsolved. I'm saying it's very sleep is right. very mysterious, very mysterious. I mean, very not understood. But you don't, for instance, when you're having a bad dream about if you wake up from a bad dream, that's a process, and your heart rate would go up. But you're if you sleep all the way through the night, your heart rate isn't changing based on what dreams you're experiencing. So your body isn't. Ne- yeah. It's just it's disconnected. So. Either way, I'm just saying you don't necessarily have any sexual gratification having sex with Carmen Electra if you don't wake up to experience it. Right. Yeah. I, oh, I you know, or maybe you do, and it's some other weird way. But if you do, then you should be really concerned about the hell you go through every night while you're asleep, because a lot of it's probably chaotic I, and horrific. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, could be, be yeah, yeah. What, what's really so, bad I mean, is you yeah, really it, want it, it to be that way that you're having really conscious experience all night you. and forgetting about it. You don't really want that to be true, do you? No, I del- I tell you, I think it's embarrassing though because I've definitely woken up in the middle of the night and I was like humping air. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just yeah. hum- I was physically humping, and I don't really believe what Matt's saying about the heart rate and all that stuff because I've just seen too many people sleepwalking. And out of it, yeah. But that's just that's, that's those are sleep moving, disorders. I, that's disordered. I, that's a disorder. Sleepwalking is a disorder when your paralysis mechanism doesn't engage. 
It's a, that's a that's a flaw. That's a when that's when it goes wrong. I guess it's but. going right for hours and hours every night, and that none of those things aren't happening. And then when some anomaly happens, you have the nightmare. You wake up. Your heart's pounding. You sleepwalk. You know those are the anomalies in the system. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not totally tracking with you here. It just doesn't. I just think it's a little different than what you're saying. Because I, I just I've had too what many am I saying? I I've had too many experiences in my sleep where I definitely uh, was completely asleep. And woke up with my heart pounding. My heart didn't start pounding when my eyes opened. It had been pounding for a certain amount of time. And then How long? That got, uh, at, le- at least more than one second before my eyes opened. 30 seconds? more than that. Yeah, at least, yeah, I would say. Maybe. But so, you'd be uh, dreaming. You so, can dream all night long. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. the, th- the disturbance happens where you come to wake up. But most of those dreams process, don't, make you, don't, heart, don't give you heart pounding. Or most of those dreams aren't sex dreams or whatever. Most of them are just your brain running or whatever or doing something. That is what weirds me out is why does your brain need to do that? That's right. what I don't understand. What does your brain need to do this process? Because it feels like it's some kind of thing that your brain needs to do. Like oh, you it have definitely to go into, needs to. You have to go into a certain kind it. of mental state while you sleep. I think it's more important to, to being awake. Stay alive. It's, yeah, it, it seems to be is. as, yeah, as sure important is. or more important than being awake. Why do you need to be awake is the question. Oh, maybe we're not. This could be the dream. And the yeah, sleep well, things the, is the is the real bad thing. It could be this. I, I don't think it's. I, I I'm not saying I think it is likely, but it's it's very open to me that sleep is the primary state. Yeah. Every organism yeah. sleeps. I mean, like you said, <laughs> you, if you yeah, snore I mean, at <laughs> night, you might be a predator would attack you. But if if anything is a danger, it would be having to sleep half of the day, and every species on Earth does it. Yeah, I don't understand. So the, there's something very yeah. profoundly mysterious about that. I mean, sleep seems like the number one thing that will get you killed if you it were is. living out in the middle it, of nowhere. That's you know, what the the, I was, I'm saying. That's very. That's how important right. it is. What do you need to wake up for to go get some food, I guess, or yeah. else you would die. So you have but to wake up But it also seems like the animal kingdom all kind you gotta of got to wake up to fucking eat and then go back to sleep. That's the all anim- it is. I think the animal kingdom kind of agrees, hey, look, we'll stay up at night. And then during the day we'll kind of sleep some here and there or something like I I don't I don't know whenever I watch There's the animal truce. shows yeah they, well they just all it goes against on some code, level you know nature code to kill anything while it's asleep <laughs> no I think they all, all on some level realize wait a minute if I stay up at night somebody's gonna be hunting me so I gotta stay up at night and then I'll just sleep in the shade during the day I mean like a lion does that yeah they whatever, take you know? and they take shorter typically shorter sleep you know sleeps more frequently so yeah. you know they're not as vulnerable for as long or whatever. But they say but, like like my dog is sleeps twenty hours a day almost. Mm-hmm. That's what they say about twenty yeah, hours a day. But that's mm-hmm. in stints, you know. Yeah. No, no, uh, yeah. It's not. Know. It's not consecutive. But I mean, right. That is wild. Like I mean, tw- they're only awake. Whatever awake is, right. Whatever but awake or asleep is is very bizarre. Mm-hmm. But animals, my dog goes. Yeah, I gotta just fall asleep right now, and they do. They can sit I, down and go to sleep. Very quickly. Another way to look at first of all, there's lots of different stages of sleep. So it's not quite the binary of you're awake or asleep yeah. because there's yeah. different, you know, levels of wakefulness, maybe you could say. Right. So there's right. or deeper levels of sleep. But you, it's also kind of weird because you, if you can be part, uh, like you're only maybe a certain amount awake right now is another way to say it. You're not necessarily yeah. fully awake at the, this I moment. don't think I am. So. Definitely not. Yeah. 
I don't think I'm very awake right now at all. Because you couldn't, you could certainly be more awake. Like you can imagine. Oh yeah, coming yeah. to be even more aware of everything at a heightened state that you're not at right now, and you're just in a right. Mm, you know, not dream, but you're in a yeah. construction of your own making about what you perceive around you. Okay, and now we're talking. Because so. that's why I believe that extreme things and extreme sports exist. Because you are just on some kind of flat line level, mm-hmm. even when you're awake, and you go, wait a minute, there's more. So if I there's jump more. out of this airplane, I'll be the you most awake I've ever You'll been. Be, that's right. Right. I agree with and, that. And yeah. so and that's why it's not just exciting. It's I'm the most maybe alive I can be right now and aware of everything. I'm falling right. out of this plane. I'm looking at everything. I might die. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever that stuff happens, you mm-hmm. do you remember more. You're way more present. You're not thinking about that's your phone. Right. You're not thinking about anything. You take so in people more sensory take those things. Yeah, yeah. Information. Right. You are more you are processing more information. Than, like Definitely. when you're asleep, you're processing not almost any. You're your sensory stuff is shut basically all the way off, but not all the way, because if you listen, you you know there you know you can play sounds and things for people when they're asleep that affect them, right? Like you can right. talk to somebody's asleep right. and you can kind of get through to them a little bit, but in your wakeful state, if you're just going through your day in a daze, people go wake up, right? Wake up, wake up, you know, and you're like, yeah, oh, I'm here, I'm here, yeah. But you you were what were you awake asleep and you know you right. can be more awake by taking probably mushrooms. Yes, you could be. Right. You can be spiritually awake, like you're awakened or uh, enlightened. It would be it would yeah. be more awake if you were enlightened in some way. Right. And physically, if you jump out of a plane, you're more awake. I mean, if you're present, right. actually, because you're just good at being present, and other people are being. You walk around, you see the other people. You go, oh, they're sheep. Wake up, sheep. Well, they're awake. They're right in the grass. Yeah. They're going to the bar. I don't. I don't they're, disagree. Not I think. Yeah, I mean, I think doing something that's you know, high adrenaline that wakes you mm-hmm. up in a sense. But it feels like, I mean, we're just, I don't know. We're like these creatures that just use energy. Mm-hmm. Like we just right. use it all the time. And so if you use energy so consistently at such a high rate, there's no shutting that system down has to be an option, right? I mean, it's not like, it's a weird thing. It's like, wait, we are using all this energy constantly. So, of course, you have to shut down. Yeah, I think some of the you optimal I mean? states, like for athletes and lions and everything, or even like mental work, they say is like mostly should be rest and then burst of high intensity. It's like probably more what we're designed for. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, that makes Not sense. Not eight hours of what the fuck ever. I mean, that's like, you got to be, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Eight hours of doing something repetitive is not the thing that can't be it's not right. what you're made for that's true i mean it'd be so awesome if the norm i mean not that we have to follow that but if it was more you know everything's in 90 to 120 minute mm-hmm. segments seems, that seems like the you design you're supposed to kind of lay around rest. eat Boom. berries watch your kids be they, they say early man might have had a lot of that lay around stuff not like yeah. constantly running from tigers for 16 right. hours and then what fall asleep in the jungle Right, right. <laughs> it's like you would lay it around with a small tribe of people. Everything's safe. You got a little village going. Like you're laying around. You're just doing stuff, and then you go hunt. You go kill. You go do some crazy burst of activity or fight something. Yeah. But you know, it's not. It's a. It, they say maybe early man had a lower intensity thing than you might would picture. 
lot of laying around. Yeah. That makes sense. Downtime, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that makes way more sense to me than like the Marky Mark way where you wake up at two and you work your ass off in the rock. You know, they're doing this, they're lifting, and then they're traveling here, and then they got this meeting, they get it all done. They're grinding, grinding, grinding. Like, that just seems like death. Like, like when you see yeah. every other animal, you're right. They lay around a lot because they're supposed to. And we say that's laziness or weakness or the uh, early birds not getting the worm, whatever we say. But, I mean, I actually think we are causing ourselves unreal mental damage with anxiety yeah. and worry and concern all stuff because stuff we can't actually even handle. It's just too, we can't handle this world right now. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, that's that too comes much. In with yeah. the agricultural societies and industrial societies have those issues. Yeah. Whereas pre-industrial or agricultural, yeah. w w it would be totally different. Right. And some of us are more agrarian. Some of us are more hunter-gatherer. What's agrarian you know? mean? Like, you know, okay, so you're hunter-gatherers. That's all yeah. people are at some point. And then somebody goes, okay, here's the thing, though. We're going to build these fucking walls. We're going to keep out the bad guys. Walls. We're going to have crops, and we're going to freaking build a place that's permanent. It's not nomadic. Yeah. It's not hunter-gatherer. We can accumulate mm -hmm. wealth. We can, have a, we can store grain. We got to keep out the bad people. We need workers. We need leadership. We need authority. We need yeah. slaves. We need, and then there you go. Now oh, here we are. No. No, I'm just saying you have to, it just turns into right. a, to a elite and a, you know what I mean? Like you need the farmers, right. you need the thing. You spend all your time maintaining your border. You, you spend all this energy on these grindy things. If you were a hunter gatherer, you would not. Now you don't have the security if you're a hunter gatherer. Yeah, so as you can think ahead, difference. you think, oh, I'm going to build a grain silo. Well, hunter gatherers would not. Now they right. might starve in the winter. But right. you have a lot of other burdens and responsibilities yes. and social engineering to do and worries yep. and anxiety and people coming to get you and raiders are coming and you got to work yes. on the fence all day and you if it doesn't if the perimeter doesn't hold you're dead I mean whatever like you got well, everybody's right. got to be farming the the these make those peasants yeah. farm you know or, or we all die I mean that's a different yep. society this is where I get weird weirded out have we trained ourselves oh god this people are gonna roast me. <laughs> Because I totally don't agree with what I'm about to say. But have we trained ourselves to think that life is more valuable than it really is? And that's killing us in a way. Like Possibly. We, yeah. we have made ourselves try to get so comfortable and safe and secure. And then that isn't the way we're supposed to live. And now we're living longer and we're going to even live even longer very soon. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really believe my kids will definitely live well over a hundred years. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even think that's a question. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I think my kids will live at least to 150. I mean, I don't <laughs> even think, I don't, I don't actually think it's that's possible. even, I don't even think that's absurd at all. <laughs> I, I think it's I, absurd, but no, I, no. I, I think it's totally 100% true. Like, I, I mean, I think it's here already. I mean, there go, there's going to be a few different things that happen in the next 20 years that are just going to be unbelievable, and especially if they start, like, if they ever are able to de-age you, like, the th whatever's aging you, if they can, because right. something's aging you, so if you can right. reverse engineer that and do it the other way, then, I mean, but I just think that, but we value so much our safety, our security, like, if you don't have right. uh, a yep. job, and a house and a career you. and all these things, then you're a loser and you're terrible. And it's making, it's killing people. I mean, it's killing yeah. people that they just, I, I mean, and we are the wealthiest we've ever been. The, the security safety mindset 
is could be a disease of some type. Like, you know, if you can be safe, right. if you're willing to, like, you know, um, that leads to the resource hogging and things that are all right. about problems. It's like, oh, but yeah. I could, you know, a billionaire right. can live forever. He just needs his own island and everything. It's like, but that's going to be not good. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, you yeah. know, something's going wrong here. Right. right. Or it's okay if you die. Then you don't have to do all that. Right. Like I was talking to Devin when we were riding back and I was saying, man, you know, I do now that I'm single income, single father. Y'all, let's start the uh, GoFundMe if you can. Um, I was like, you know, if I could make some more money, it'd be really good. But once we started talking it out, I was like, man, I'm, I'm in really good shape already. I just, it's just not where I want to be. And so I feel like I'm losing. But I am doing really good. Like, as a single dad right now in the history of the world, I'm still as rich as a king. You're nowhere I mean, near being you know insecure I mean? or unsafe yeah. or threatened like, in any like way. I, but I'm no. worried I'm getting close to poverty. And you think, well, I better do something or else you I'm know, something. Yeah, I, bet, I, better, I better take action or else I'm a fucking loser and I'm hurting my kids and myself and mm-hmm. my future. And, all, and I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, Devin said that. He's like, you know, you, actually, you're... You know, you're doing pretty good compared to the rest of the world. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's really true. You know how many people would trade with me right now? Most of the world. They would think you <laughs> right. would have enough money. Most of the world in all it, human history they, they would be would happy to trade with you based on your wealth alone. If I said I was alone. worried about my finances, right, they would, right. They, they yeah. would think it was, the, it was the cruelest joke they've ever heard in their life. They would think you were an idiot is all. Yeah, I mean, actually think, well, really wrong. Idiot. Yeah. I, I well, was watching. I was I watching. Mean, a, I was watching a TikTok where uh, it was. I think it was Louis C.K. and he said him and his wife. They were talking to this guy that was from another country. I forget which country it was. And he was like, "What are y'all doing today?" And they were like, "Oh, actually, we're taking our dog in for surgery." And he burst out laughing because he thought they were telling a joke. And they were like, mm-hmm. "No, we're we're actually doing that." And, it, and he was like, "Oh, I, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I did. I wasn't trying to make fun of you. He, he just he couldn't believe it." That they were taking right. their dog to surgery, like, and that's just <laughs> his culture and where he's from. And but I mean, we we are now consumed like my my pets, like Dottie has a thing on her neck, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to get this checked out. And how much if you'd have worked is, harder, you'd have had insurance. And that's dog what I'm saying. Like, you, yeah, you I, should I should I should be have way more figures, way more zeros behind my uh, income, and I should do this, 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 and this, or else I'm actually a bad person. I didn't prepare. I didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. store store away my riches, you know, and the, the the Christians get caught up in that, the the storehouse where you take the grain and the corn and you store it because the bad time's ahead and I store feel like a big, a big loser. But well, all I'm doing is storing it for me. It doesn't really sound that great. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really sound that good. And you see the, good. Paul, the Paul Allen and Steve Jobs and people, they die when they're 68 or whatever. You're right. Like, well, sh- then they had how much? What did they? Right. Well, for Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Paul Allen's dead. What would you do if you had made four? Let's say you started making two hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. You would what? I know what would happen. And what would I have? Not have. I mean, it cannot be better for his kids. Mm -mm. No, like he, like he could leave hundreds of millions of dollars to his kids, and they are not better off. No, they really aren't. Not even. Yeah, it's a, some kind of de- paranoid delusion that everybody falls into together as collectively. Yeah, hmm. like it's a, based on security. Like security is the best thing ever, yeah. somehow. But what right. do you get out of it? I mean, I don't like well, you know what I mean. Like security, right. you get. A well, feeling. I just you know I'd feel a little more secure if I had another million in the. What do you? 
fuck are you talking about? I don't like, I don't <laughs> really don't follow right. the security mindset, like, like security. Okay. But more is better. Like I have a lock on my door. Maybe you want a burglar alarm. Okay. I get it. But like right. some places you live, you might need bars on your doors, but it's not true that all safety measures and all security measures are improvements. That is not Or good true. for your brain or no, your family or not anything true. at all. Yeah. No, it's, not at it's all. It's not more is better with security or money or safety. I do not believe that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I hate the idea. I never lock my car doors, ever. Ever. I do not lock them. And I was told I should, and that caused anxiety when I don't care if somebody opens the door instead of smashes the window i still very happy about it how many times do you think somebody came to your door to come in it was like fuck it's locked shit i know well i'm not saying never i'm saying i'm but you know what i mean like the amount of anxiety you've had is the door locked like think about that how many times a billion in your life (laughs) the only thing the only thing that's ever happened by my house being locked is I got locked out. That's happened to me. I mean, that's a lot of stress. That's bad it's, for your health. Uh, it's the, the cor- most stress in the world when you're on tour and uh, your wife calls you and says, yeah, we're locked out of the house. What do we do? Right. And I go, well, if I never locked those doors. So <laughs> they don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, most people are addicted to pointless stress. How about that? Is that healthy? Yeah. No one, yeah. I know. <laughs> Everybody's be addicted way, way, to cortisol release over, not, over made up stolen. stuff. Right. That right. makes that Just shit all your shit owns you. You don't own it. Yeah, yeah, I found that funny. This weekend we had songs and stories shows, and it was interesting to me because you guys know me. I'm a low stress guy. Yes, you are the most um, low stress person I know, and I can't help it. I just can't help. But it's we a good thing, though. No, I know, I know. But you know, sometimes your wife or whoever might say, <laughs> "I wish you were a little bit more." But you cared a little. It seems like but you don't care. But it's not that you yeah, like that you're that, easygoing. However, that's super unfair because <laughs> yeah. it's not that you don't care. That is an it's, unfair. You know what I mean? You no, don't, it's, it's not that yes. you don't care. You don't want something bad to happen. You don't want it. But I mean, you're just on the front end, not as uh, proactive because it's yes. okay in your mind. I I run the percentages in my head yep. in a sense of like what is actually likely. Right. Hmm. That's the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I leave my keys in my truck every night. I live in a very safe town and community. Right. I know there's been burglaries. There's a chance of stuff like that. Very low. <clears throat> but Megan doesn't like me leaving the keys in the truck. Yeah. You know, and then I, it was interesting this weekend because Toby, we went in the gas station today. and He's like, I don't think I locked it. I was like, it's fine. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, we're to come out. The car's going to be gone and we're, all our stuff's gone. I'm like, no, it, that's not going to happen. Yeah. First of all, you but, you just right. would pay a deductible and get everything back. Sure. Worst right. case scenario. Yeah, worst case. But it's just it's funny because people without even really thinking about it and it's just they're worried about stuff. Yeah. Right. So that's just, just an energy worried. pattern yes. that people are worried. addicted right. to Me, that makes I them am. feel good. Somehow yeah. even though makes you feel I don't understand what something. that short circuit like to me when they say something. but it makes them feel good. To feel bad, and I don't know another way to analyze it. I'm not trying to be a, a jerk. I'm saying it yes. seems like you feel good to feel bad, or something f- feels crossed about that to me. Right. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying people get mad at you if you they say you don't care. Well, you're supposed to have like know. you know. I but think the care this, is the thing that's killing them. 
It's, it's like, right. you, you know what kind of morbid negative fantasies are possible? Like, how much safer would your kids be if you spent all your waking time imagining horrible things that might happen to them? Then you could think of how to make sure to avoid it. Now you live in a life of picturing bad things happening to your kids so that right. you keep them safe. You know, right. that seems perverse, maybe wrong, maybe yeah. sinful yeah. to me. Like, it seems like it seems bad, but I know that mm-hmm. that's a parent parental modalities like well can you imagine if somebody came in and stole the, your kid out of its bedroom and then took them home yeah. to, and that, put them into sex mm-hmm. trafficked them out of their bedroom at night and you didn't even close the window yeah. like what are you picturing <laughs> right. what are you going through your fucking mind that's <laughs> right. how you spend your creativity and imagination on that right I know. is that that doesn't make sense to me that's the common that almost feels more common. I, I now think it than is. Not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to make people feel bad. I mean, I, you no, know, no, no. but negative visualization seems unhealthy. But I have yet that. you need it to like you're some. Yes. You, I'm not saying I don't. I don't know how to really I, reconcile. I that, have but. that in in a way that is unnecessary with certain things. Like y'all know, I don't like seeing like something that was like a broken bone. Right. Because like you wouldn't MMA be able to stop seeing because it in your I own can't mind stop and seeing it. Right. right. In my mind. So occasionally I'll translate that to my kids. Right. What if they broke their leg like that? Yeah. And I start thinking about that. Like, no, but that. You know that's a bad. That, I that know isn't going to lead to. But I don't worry about them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't worry about them doing something and getting hurt. I just, like, I'm just like, I don't want to picture this happening in my mind. That's. Right. I don't know where that disconnect is, but that's what happens to me sometimes. But the people that are there, I think they often feel like, well, somebody's got to worry about it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's a price. I my sac. Like I'm doing it to be a good. I'll sacrifice. Yeah. I, I think that's the way. It's like. Yeah. You know. You like. You, yeah. Megan wishes you'd worry a little bit more because then she maybe wouldn't have to do all that. Like I can see but that she point still of view. Would. As much. She's yeah. well. I'm just. Would. I'm just saying the point right. of view would be. Well, if other people were just careful and safe, crime. then I wouldn't have to do think this way all the time. But I have to because I'm the safe one or something. I'm sure that. I mean, I'm sure it fits in their identity. And like, you know, I'm not. I don't know. Right. I don't know how it works. Right. But I mean, people, that's, that's why the worst thing in the whole world, and everybody knows it, is when you're sick, you fucking Google your symptoms, and it's the yeah. worst thing ever. And you go, most likely I don't have this, but what if? And all it does is you're sick and you have something, and you might have the worst thing ever. You might have the worst disease ever, but the percentage chance of that is really low, and the amount of worry you have leading up to that or at every moment before every time you're sick or whatever it's just it, like because i'm a hypochondriac yeah. sometimes i mean me and dave are yeah, yeah 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 i mean I, I mean i used to worry so much that i'm this and this and now as i'm getting older real shit is happening to me my body yeah. is getting worse it is failing and it will fail me in the future i don't know how long i hope i live a lot longer but it's going to get worse and none of the worry about it has ever helped me once it has yeah. never helped me once i i mean right now my left eye i had a like a collapse at the back of my eye and i have to get a needle in my eye i think three more times and mm-hmm. it's very it's not as bad as i thought it would be but it's not fun i don't like knowing that next week by the way i have to go and get a needle in my eye from dr gandhi yeah. and uh but worrying about it or thinking about it really doesn't do anything like I was so happy the first time where uh when I was at the doctor's office and they checked me out and all this stuff and then I was just sitting in the office and they were like uh okay so 
fortunately, there is medicine that will be good for your eye and it's going to be all right. And, and, uh, and I was like, oh, great. I'll go get the prescription filled or whatever. And the doctor didn't really say anything. And it, then it was like, yeah, you don't have to get a prescription. And then I was like, oh, it must be delivered here. And I, my brain started thinking about it. But because it happened so quickly, I didn't have as much fear. I didn't have as much worry. I didn't have as much anxiety right. leading up to, oh, no, a needle in the eye. Needle. Like, I mean, if I had just a little bit more time, I could have really gotten myself worked up. But yeah. the, oh, same, yeah. the same way with my kids, if I keep stuff from them a little bit and then it just happens, it's way better. But the I, mm-hmm. but we are so rich and have so much time now to think about ourselves and everything that it, there is no way not to worry. I know. It, because we are so wealthy and we have so much time to think about it at our jobs or in our life or whatever that it's just you're just going to worry and it is literally killing everybody. Is is it not really literally go into the territory of the it, the use of the resource? I think this is the level what bothers me most is that it has to be, in my view, it is true that our most precious resource is creativity and imagination. It has to be the yeah. most valuable I thing that exists. I would agree with that. So how is it, and you know what I mean? Like if you have to do something really creative and use your imagination to achieve a new thing, that it, you only have a limited amount of that, and it's something that no no, no other species can really do in yeah. that same way. It has to be our best gift is creativity, imagination. That can't be what it's good to be used for. It's just worried about your awkwardness or your th- yeah. like the, whatever you call anxiety. I'm not saying I don't have it. I'm just right. saying, isn't it those mental things loops I'm in? Isn't it the direct cost of like using that exact act of like what yeah. would go wrong if I don't get enough money and this doesn't go through? Like, isn't that imagination and creativity being used pointlessly? Right. Yes. It seems bad. I mean, I'll, I'll say I, this. I mean, I'm that way. I'm just saying that's our condition. I, you know, it, it doesn't seem bad to me. It actually seems evil. It seems like evil is the right word that we have been Sin tricked. seems like possibly how, how, how about, the right word. How about this? If you're right and creativity and idea creation is the most important, most uh, basic it. human thing that we can actually do that really does change things, isn't it interesting that we don't do that and we traded it for worry about losing something whether that be right because you don't finances, all you do is not lose life, something you already our have kids, that can't be, right. uh, like the thing that when, when you when when we talk Social about ang- when we talk about anxiety today the only thing we're talking about is losing stuff that we have that you already have right that's right and meanwhile right. somebody else has got to like, go out there and actually make new stuff right and do it things be, and create yeah. things to ha- so that we have things that, you know like i'm worried about my, losing my home or my, I mean, which isn't going to happen really, but it, it I mean, it could, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm single income now. Uh, I have a lot to pay for. It could be, it, it, there are real, there is a real percentage chance. You could look at a percentage chance that my life gets way worse from here on out. Right. And it might, mm-hmm. but my anxiety and worry is just about losing the amazing things I have. Mm-hmm. And not recognizing that maybe the things that I have in the future are still okay and good. And, you know, what was the, uh, I think I was telling Devin about it or whatever. I, saw, I think it was the TikTok, but I forget who said it. Um, but it was something like the only things, uh, this, who said it? I can't remember. 
But they said the only really good things that have ever come out of their life was when they were helping someone else or they gave gave something else to somebody or whatever. That's, like that's the idea, like commonly when, reported. Whenever, like, you know what I mean? Biblically I have, supported. I mean, I mean, my family members don't. I mean, would say they're total believers in Christ and saving people and all this stuff. But if they lost a couple of things, their life would be mm-hmm. devastated. Like if you don't have comfort or safety or money in the bank or all these things, then you, you are lost. It's bad. You don't know what to do in this. And that's our culture. And our culture is killing us because you're right. It used to be humans were, maybe you laid around a lot, you hung out with everybody, and then you tried to go catch some food or grow some plants, and then you slept. And now mm-hmm. you are devastated if the electric bill comes back and it's $350, which happened to me. I was like, my electric bill was $350? Fuck. I just remember a couple months ago it was like 170 or something. Now <laughs> yeah. I got to pay it. This is real bad. I mean, this is bad. But but I have electricity and I can pay the bill. And you have more like, than $350. Like, so of course. You can afford it. I now, paid I the would, bill. Yeah. My, I would I'm going to pay it again for the rest of this year. No. We all agree that more stuff and more things makes the worry more. But, I mean, I think human, to some degree, human nature is like early on, don't you think probably that people within their own little clans or whatever would, if it's been a slim time, let's say they haven't found food in three or four days. There's somebody in the clan that might be worried they're going to go another day without food, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you think worry began early, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm expecting sure. to have this. Once you so got I, things, that's, as what, soon as once you accumulated anything, once you accumulated things, things, I think worry came in. Yes. So at a very minimal level, worry still creeps in. Yes. No matter what it is, but then obviously we're at a point where you can worry about every yeah. single yeah. thing. Well, it's everything. You're aversion. right. Every single thing you can worry. People used to. I mean, people used to have a bunch of kids not that long ago, expecting some of them to die. And now, if that <laughs> happened to me, I don't know if I would live. Well, if you, like, yeah, I have three kids, yeah, right, and if yeah. one of my kids died, I don't know if I keep living or something. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, like, but I mean, if, you, I, if you thought we're I, thinking, I want to have seven definitely kids, not live. I, I will not live the same way as I do now. I mean, it would right. If, sure, you know what I mean. And I have three kids, but people used to have ten kids, expecting at least two or three of them to die because that was what you just knew that was going to happen. Or there's mm-hmm. going to be a sickness, or it's going to be hard, or whatever it might be. And it, I'm not saying it was easy on them. Um, those people were harder people than us, and I get it. But I mean, at, at the same time, you're right. Like now, I worry about every possible thing because I can. Well, loss aversion is a more mm-hmm. powerful um, emotional force. Like it's not actually even neutral. I think that you know when they study it with psychology and economics, that's you know the loss aversion. Yeah. is stronger than the possibility of gain for all things being equal. Yeah. Like people put more energy and value into not losing something they have versus trying to get a new thing. That's just yeah. like you're built that way, so you know. I know. My dog ran in uh a couple of days ago from the yard and it had been raining and she ran in, it was Dottie, she ran in super hard and uh, did I freeze? Okay, you're still there. I got you. Um, and uh, she ran in, and her paws were wet, and she slammed into the door frame because there's a door frame right where she runs in, and she just kept on going. And I was like, if I did that, 
I would tell everybody I slipped, smashed my head into the door frame. I couldn't believe it. I felt so stupid. It hurts. Oh, God, I'm going to have to live with this. Oh, no, there's a mark on my face. I got to play show. What, like, You'd feel humiliated think, and dumb. Yeah, I was feeling so idiot. stupid. Of Except course, I should have known better that I shouldn't have ran into the, you know what I mean? Like I negative self-talk. You were exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a, oh, of course, Toby would do that. And, I, and my dog just never thought about on. it again. Not even like, one time. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Just something little silly like this. She's not worried at all. She's not worried. My dog right. never worries. She's not thinking, well, not where will my next wor- meal be? They can worry. They can uh, worry. Like, well, think about a dog in, can, uh, in, can, fire, in a fireworks on 4th of July, and they're just in panic all night long. I mean, no, they, yeah. you know, they can and, be and in a state this? of panic. Dot, Dottie gets really in a state of panic sometimes when we leave. Like, she, you know, where are y'all going? Well, I wish you were here, you know. But also, that kind of comes from her being very comfortable. And her her family is there, and when they leave, now she's feeling lost. So even her yeah. still is loss aversion. Like, where are they going? Are they going to come back? Maybe you know, maybe she's thinking that on some level, but that's still just because of how good things are. At for example, yeah, I thought the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen is when Caesar Milan talks about how good the dogs are in Mexico that are street dogs. Mm-hmm. They're relaxed, they're chill, they don't attack anybody, they handle their stuff, and every, you know they're amazing and all stuff. But once we start domesticating dogs, they start becoming like us. Isn't it interesting that a dog is really nervous and their owner is too? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, sure. Like that's yeah. not a coincidence. No, it's not. It but is I'm kind of curious if worry and panic are different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, worry is a pre mm-hmm. thing, or right. you know, you're trying to. Yeah. prepare in some way mentally or something right. but panic is just respond react, in the moment react, yeah. react in yeah. the moment right. the, so loud 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 you know they're running and hiding their head yeah. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. not necessarily worried about what's happening you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah it's yeah, different but that's for sure. different for animals it's the, it's the ability to project in the future that humans have so yeah. once you get good enough at that you start going oh i'm gonna die yeah. Right. The animals try as hard as they can now to survive. I can lose, I can lose my live yeah. aliveness. Right. The awareness yeah. of your death is a, a is it a gift oh, or a curse? a curse? You know what I mean. But your ability to plan for the future separates you. But yeah. how do you use that ability? Is something. I mean, I, that's part of yeah. me thinks that's what the Adam and Eve story is. They didn't have any Probably. worries. They didn't even realize they were alive or what that was. And then God goes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, now you know you're alive, so you're gonna know you you're gonna die now, or something. Probably. You know it's gonna end because they. Yeah. I mean, and then there's a separation. Know, we just know the story point. is that they were supposed yeah. to live forever, but were they? Maybe they weren't gonna live forever, and it would have been okay. Right. But I, the I knowledge know. of their death, well, was the knowledge of them dying, the type of curse, yeah, a real curse, yeah. like a, yeah. a real curse. Yeah. All right, we gotta pay some bills. Uh, All right, tickets are on sale now for uh, a special shallow seas show. <laughs> A special shallow sea shallow show sea. in Seattle. See if you can say that. Spe- a special shallow special sea shallow sea show. A special that's shallow like- sea show in Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> uh, that's Sunday, April second. That's going to be really good, and it's probably going to sell yeah. out. So you, it's at Numos, April second. Get your tickets now. <sighs> We're playing in shallow seas. We sell and a few more songs. Plus and all of our albums front to back. Yeah, all of them. Every, Every concert one. from now on is all of our albums. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a really awesome pre-show i mean yeah. it is it's almost sold out or the, the pre-show emory is given only. out it's almost yeah. given out yeah, yeah. fully but, and, and when you say emory land only what do y'all mean by that 
It's $35 for the event, but if you're in Emeryland, it is free. So once there's enough Emeryland, people either sign up for Emeryland, which is only $9.99 a month, then you get in for free, or you can pay $35 like people do for those VIP events or whatever that stuff is. But this is better than that, it's specialer yep. than that, and it's for members. And if there's any spots left, you can buy them for 35 yep. but there probably won't be. Or, any. man, you can pay $99 and knock, it, for knock the out year, the whole whatever. year. Yeah. And then you get in the show for free. You get everything. So it's a super huge deal the, because the only on the pre-show only t- ten tickets are available for the pre-show because we're playing while broken hearts prevail. Only 10 the left. E- the EP yeah. There's 10 only left. ten tickets remain. We're playing while broken hearts prevail acoustically before that show. Before in shallow seas we sail. So what better way to experience in shallow seas we sail than going to the pre-show where you, right. we play while broken hearts prevail, which actually started us on the journey of in shallow seas we sail. Tickets to the pre-show cool. are free for Emeryland members. If you're not in Emeryland, tickets are $35. Seriously. So that's like a prequel for a movie, except yeah. for we do albums or otherwise known as LPs and mm. so the the or EPs. So uh, it's a pre-P. It's a pre-P. 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 <laughs> it's like a prequel. It's a pre-P. I have to actually pre-P pee right now, to so the this LP. It's kind of bothering me. For the okay. pre-show. Um, also. Guess who we're playing with? The classic crime. I mean, this show is going to sell out. Just get your tickets now. It's going to be awesome. Fly from wherever you gotta they fly got to fly from no, to see it. That's their album release show. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. heard Damn. it yet. I've heard some Nobody's of heard it. Man. I don't think they're playing it little. all, but I, they're going right, to be right, releasing right. They're, they're going to play old stuff, too. But and it's gonna, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a show. April 2nd at Numo's in Seattle. Just come to it. You don't want to miss that. Now. We're also mm. heading out on some more songs and stories. I'm talking March 2nd, Columbus, Ohio. March 3rd, Pittsburgh, PA. March 4th, Philadelphia. Wait, that one's sold out. Don't bother. Bitch. Can't come. Bitch. March 5th, <laughs> New York City. And that's a matinee show, which I love. That one's almost sold out. Damn it. Man, y'all better get your tickets. Then March 29th, Portland, Oregon. And March 30th. Sold out. Portland sold out to Portland damn. sold out. We back. Uh, yeah. We back. We fucking back. Vancouver, yeah. British Columbia. If you can't go to the Portland show, cross the border, drive up, cross the border. March 30th, Vancouver, BC. Tickets are on sale at emorymusic.com. And there's no fucking ticket fees because it's just us. So if you like our band and you want to support our art that we are doing, we call it art. Yeah, we're just the, the money, the money the that you pay goes to help us get there and perform and create art. We're not going through Live Nation or whatever, whoever mm-hmm. else, Ticketmaster, whoever. This is just you guys supporting us, and we really appreciate it. So, so go to emerymusic.com. Get your tickets. It'll be really good. Uh, of course, as always, if you didn't know this, we own a sex toy company called Marriage Supply. Now, people ask us all the time, why would you start a sex toy company? First of all, having sex is really fun. It can be. Consensually, by the way. Let me go ahead and put that disclaimer out there. Because <laughs> people will twist my words. Yeah. Consensual sex. Now, we call it marriage supply. Anybody can purchase from us. We don't turn anybody away. But we started this uh, whole thing. Well, some other people started. We took it over because we believe that a lot of times it's really hard to talk about sex, and especially within your marriage. And we so, believe sex outside of marriage is always wrong. Also, well, hold on, whoa, 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 <laughs> Mister. Always, hundred percent of the time. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Not for everybody. <laughs> okay. Anyway, 
Uh, and so we wanted to, we, it's very easy to start talking about sex when you pull out a cock ring or a vibrator because you kind of got to and like, Hey, what is that? What does that do? Does it feel good? I don't know. It's kind of crazy. You can experiment a little bit and have some, a little bit more fun when you pull out a sex toy and, uh, surprise your lover, surprise your husband, surprise your wife, whatever it might be, whoever you're married to. And, um, and so we started this and if you use code all over. 10% off at marriagesupply.com. Get yourself a sex toy. Get yourself a dildo. Get yourself a cock ring. Get yourself a vibrator. How about some lube? How about a game? How about a book? We got a sex games book. We got a, a Karma Sutra book. We got all kinds of games. We got everything. So just go to marriagesupply.com. Type in the code all over. One word. 10% off right now. Now, with that being said, I also have a new podcast about sex called Sex 101 with Dr. Stormy. It's basically, all, we talk about all the questions you never got answered when you were taking sex education in school or never got, you know, your parents never told you. Stormy is just amazing. The link's in the bio, by the way, if you want to check it out. But uh, we take listener questions, so send in your questions. You can send them to tobybadchristian at gmail or stormy at lovedeeplab.com. Uh, we answer a lot of questions, and this podcast is dope. It's doing really well. So it's called Sex 101. Go listen to it right now. You will love it. Um, also, we do Ask and You Shall Receive. We had a really good one last week. Devin wasn't here. But you can email your question questions to hello at emorymusic.com. You can email any of your questions to hello at emorymusic.com if you want to. Lastly, join Emoryland because when you join Emoryland, we will be playing more Shallow Seas shows this year. We're going to do more of them. And you'll want to make sure mm -hmm. that you're in Emeryland when the pre-show tickets go on sale because you get in free for the pre-show tickets. Yep. Right? That's right. Very good. That's correct. Hook you up. And, you know, we're about to hop over and do the rest of this episode. And it will and only be Emeryland members that come along for that yeah. trip. Because yes. the good mm -hmm. with the stuff we had planned to talk about today. Yeah. Oh, wait till we get, get we get, we're going to get crazy on that next one. So you also get 20% off everything at Emory on Emory's site and marriage supply. You get 20% off the all over code only gets you 10% off. If you join Emory land, you get 20% off. So just go do it. And if you don't, I don't want you to ever listen to this podcast again or our band or anything. I want you to never <laughs> support me. If you won't support me in the way that we need you to support me Ooh. and us, I don't wow. want get the fuck on. Kick rocks Sounds like a healthy boundary, Toby. I'm just setting healthy boundaries these days. All it's right. Now, be also how it works for you. Yeah. So one In last thing too. You get your name when you join the club. You get your name read on the podcast, and you get to say you know something special or something you like. We we collect all these names and put them together of things that people like. And this week is really good. You know why? Because these people want to say their favorite word, their favorite like slang term or whatever they like to say for butthole. Nice. So I don't okay. know if one of y'all can read them. Chocolate really starfish. Who did that take on, somebody's? Matt. Don't take it. Joshua Runyon. You're wrong, Matt. The first one was chocolate pocket. Nice. Chocolate <laughs> pocket. Yeah. Chalk pocket. Yeah. Chalk pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Baker. Now, Anthony said puckered starfish. Okay. Puckered starfish. Yeah. Okay. Joshua Franklin. Now, this is one of Devin's favorites, too, Josh. Uh, Grunt Hole. <laughs> Grunt Hole. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. John Grant. Stink Star. 
Stink Star. Stink Star. Yeah. There's That's another good. one I'm hoping to hear that I don't think is going to show up on the list. Clay Sailor. Uh, the Goody Hole. The Goody Hole. Yeah. What was the one you're thinking of, Matt? Are we done? I'll tell you the one I want to know, but you, Devin knows it. On part two? No, no is there one? You. Is that all the names? Yeah, that's all the names. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, it's my favorite one of all time is O Toothless One. O Toothless. Because when if you fart around Devin's dad, he says, yeah. mm-hmm. "Speak to me, O Toothless, toothless One." Toothless One. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great joke. Oh, and it's good. good. And you, you know, it's like it's. I, I think that. You know how humans can just do really amazing things. Like real like that yeah. gives me this feeling because he, humans can do amazing things sometimes with body parts that you would never expect that they would be able to do. Like when they really practice beatboxing or you know things that you go that is inhuman that they were able to clap people that clap super fast. You know what I mean? Like when people set their mind to something as a human skill and use their body and they just work on it, they can become unbelievable with it. And the if you call your butthole O toothless one, it's not that different than your mouth. It's part of your digestive system. It's on the other end, and you have a lot of muscle control over that opening, and it does make sound across a membrane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like if you get good at making fart sounds with your mouth, you get good at making fart sounds with your butt. It's. I know you don't have a larynx in there. I get it. But it's not as if somebody couldn't become outrageously skilled at using their butthole for express some type All of I'm actual music it, that isn't that a joke. Would be so awesome. It is All not out of the realm of possibility that somebody could make beautiful music with their butthole. It's not All impossible. It just hasn't been done yet. All I'm thinking is, take people is their life your dad it. having to listen to Matt explain his oh, speak to me oh toothless one joke. <laughs> I believe your dad that. would be like, what? One just day. shut Dude, up. What? I but just, one day. You, know, you know what I'm saying. Matt's explaining oh, old toothless one joke about a membrane and the sound. Going it's across. just not that different. It would be. It's a good, very awesome to be able to to train your butthole to just say like a word like hello, hey, 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 hey. I'm thinking of more just like melodic. What are you doing? Pitch. What are you doing? You, your farts have a pitch. It's more like an instrument, not words. There's no tongue. But you know, like if you, if I could Let's fart go. into a, put a microphone inside my butt, learn to fart, and then hook it up to effects pedals, I could probably be close. You're right. If You're I could right. get yep. it, my farting into my pedal board, I and control the pitch a little bit. I'm I'm already off and running. Yeah. Oh. You Maybe can make that up. bung hole or that poop shoot. Just do that, or the Hershey hole or the mahogany slide. Yeah. Do that. That would be pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we'll see y'all on part two. Part two.